Previously on NetHeads. Hey, Kitty. What's up, Seems? NetHeads are recording their 200th episode. 200 already? In a row. Awesome. It's a lot more than 37. Way more than 37. <laughs> Way more than they should have gone, right? Why, why the hell would you say that? I don't know. It seems like something Will would say, right? Will's my hero. But what about Trent? I like Trent. At smodcast.com. Yes. I, I, I didn't know what to say. Congratulations, guys. Well, way to go. Thanks. Thanks a bunch for all the infotainment you've been giving us for 200. 200. I can't believe it. You know, we can record another one of these when they get to 300 and we can be like, this is NetHeads at smodcast.com. <laughs> Are you trying to replace Trent at 200 now? There's no replacing Trent. Of course We not. love the Trent. Everyone loves the Trent. We love you, Trent. And Will, too. And T-Balls. Hey, guys. It's a special night for NetHeads. What? Did they actually start on time? Uh, not that special. Buzz stuff! Jacob! <laughs> no, guys. It's the 200th episode of NetHeads tonight. Isn't that cool? You know, since you never let us listen to NetHeads, this means nothing to us. Well, it will one day. Uh, you can listen to NetHeads when you're older. When? Probably when you're 30. Man, that's going to be one long race to current. Yeah, but it'll be worth it. So, on episode 200, congratulations to our NetHeads. Will Wilkins! And Trent Hunt Singer! <laughs> Congrats, guys. Thanks for making Sunday nights fun. One love! I want to do it again. This is Raphael. And I'm that fracking cat. Congratulations to your 201st episode. Everybody knows the 201st is, well, definitely the most important episode because, uh, let's be honest, anyone can celebrate the 200th. Did you know that 201 in binary, 11001001, is the title of an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation? Well, did you know that the 201st anniversary is the bondage Batman and the Donix anniversary? I did not know that. <laughs> the more you know. Congratulations, Will and Trent. Congratulations, NetHeads. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent or are we not here no we're here we are we're here we're we're somewhat different than other people. Get used to it. Exactly. That's the way I like to think of it. Yeah, right? that's how one foot in front of the other. I got to admit, I'm sitting here. Uh, for those that don't know, by the way, welcome. Another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. 
And I'm the aforementioned Trent Hunsaker. If you want to take part in the program, you can man in one of ways of uh, bazaar, dang, 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 Twitter, Trent, how? Hashtags. It's, it's, uh, or also their lumber yards, uh, like the, the pound, what the English call the pound sign or the hashtag sign or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, English being Americans, they call pound something else. Americans. Uh, they also, it's a lumber yard on maps. So if you're ever looking for like a, like a lumber yard, it's the hashtag sign. Anyway, use the hashtag netheads. <laughs> you know, it's bad enough I'm sitting here. Uh, I, I have a, uh, for those that don't know, when we do this live, one of the ways we do it is through YouTube because we don't know why. And uh, when we do that, um, I, you know, you, you're on YouTube, so you have to have a camera. I, I moved my camera today. I was comfortable prior to this ignoring the camera. Uh, but I had to have a tripod on my desk to like facilitate good placement. But now that I've moved it, I'm incredibly um, paranoid. Yeah. Trent, have you learned yet how to do a poll on Twitter? You know what I saw. You know what? You know I'm going to try this. Let's let's say I'm going to do a tweet. And I'm going to click poll. Yeah. And it, my choice is going to be what? What should my choice be? Should I I look? just the way I feel comfortable or should I look at the camera? Should, so should Will, uh, I don't know. Will, will st- stare blindly will or look at look the camera? At camera? Camera will or no camera? I don't know. Act. The greatest thing is that nobody I'll is going to answer the poll. Well. <laughs> hey, so if you're listening, you've got two choices. Just tweet out with the hashtag netheads live poll. Um, Ooh, I like it when you say live poll. Live poll. Hey, speaking P-O-L-L, of O L L, not P O L. Speaking of which, Trent, I've got to ask you. Um, only because I did read it, and because I, you know me, I'm just a, a yeah. whore of the zeitgeist. Did yeah, you, you want to be you want to be on top of things? I guess uh, this isn't one of those things to be proud of or to be on top of. But um, I uh, was one of the people that read the story by, uh, I can't remember the girl's name, but it's uh, underscore Zoller or Zola Moon on Twitter. Basically, uh-huh. it was this girl on Twitter recounting this story via Twitter at rather length. The, um, the story of how she met a girl at her job at Hooters one day and was... Uh, going off to Florida the next day with her to go dance in a strip club and the adventures Ooh, that it sued. Sound good. Oh, it's got a, there's a lot of things that you would be, and she didn't change names to protect the innocent or anything. But no, she just put it on, on front street, so to speak. Dude, uh, the thing, of the things that are mentioned in there, um, there is illegal prostitution, uh, uh-huh. murder, potential for what could be dubbed as kidnapping, Um, and and it's just an amazing read, like an insight into the world that you just never knew existed. Lord. Well, I mean, kind of, kind of like, um, you know, not, not unlike the, the documentary that uh, Rashida Jones did. Yes. The one that will, uh, it will make you understand, you know, I've tried to figure out a way uh, for this to, um, be beneficial for the perverts out there. Right. (laughs) I'm listening. I think I've come up with the way for it. It's the documentary that demonstrates why there is a need for an actual, uh, like, not governed, but but at least adhere to set of uh, professional 
pornographic standards and practices. Standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah. other words, it, it it makes you understand why there are adult film stars, right? Yep. Because that entire yep. thing is about the other side of the industry now. It's the it's yeah. it's the in a bizarre way, it's a machine of uh, of making a professional business out of amateur pornography. Yes, best yep, way to put exactly. it. Exactly, and it's yep. just uh, it's a the thing that is uh, it's horrifying though. It is just terrifying because it is a it's also a documentary. You watch it and you realize this is nothing but somehow a, a legally not le- even legally sanctioned, but basically ignored. Um, uh, exploitation machine that just keeps feeding off See, of it, yeah yeah exactly like like if you, if you if you look at like you know prostitution as as a like industry that's where the need for pimps and things comes into these guys are essentially acting like pimps kind you know of. what i mean yeah in in a digital in a digital way and it's and it's fucked up man well especially the part where one of the guys that's in charge of this quote unquote business business yeah uh, it um, it has uh, the the problem of um. Uh, it constantly needs to be fed new talent, and the guy running this damn thing says, "Yeah, you know, the average expectancy for a girl is like uh, you know, three months." Yeah, That's max, and then, so, and then and then she is ruined for life. Yeah, and he's cool with that. Yeah, he's totally exactly. cool with that. And I mean, I the thing is, if you've seen that documentary, it just instantly makes you ashamed to have a penis. Yeah, yeah, I, that's why I cut mine off on 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 uh, on Periscope the other day. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, we're getting some uh, feedback from the polls. Um, uh, <laughs> this might be my favorite. Uh, STE Boost says I can listlessly masturbate if Will looks at me. So I I see that as a plus. Looking into the camera. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to continue to not look at the camera. But uh, Miranda Janelle, uh, of of the many different podcasts that she's on, including the Midnight Movie Nights podcast, says that, uh, and she does bring up a point. Um, so, like, if you're like me, a lot of the stuff I do um, on for Twitter in action is through Hootsuite. But if I want to be in the poll, I have to use the actual Twitter web app or your Twitter app on your phone. Twitter app on your phone is really good. I we, We've talked about using it. But yeah, uh, so if you want to be part of the poll, you have to go to twitter.com or use the Twitter application on your mobile or tablet device. Yeah, because they want to get you into their system and using their system. Totally. Kind of like how uh, this week one of the big revelations that was coming out in the tech industry is that one of the features in Marshmallow... Uh, the latest version of the Android operating of, system of that, the Android uh-huh. that most of you do not have um, is a is a feature where holding down the home button doesn't launch the task manager anymore. Basically, it just puts you into this. Like, let's say you're exchanging messages with me, Trent, and you say, "Hey, well, let's meet up at the uh, at the sourdough pizza shack at mm-hmm. two o'clock." And if I don't know anything about it, I hold down the home button. Google somehow analyzes that message and and, what? And it can like demonstrate to me the location of the sourdough pizza shack. Shit. That is awesome. Yeah. You know, trying to stake because it, it, my whole point in bringing that up is their core business is in us doing a Google search and they get, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. They get us to there for that. So, yeah. 
yeah, that makes sense. And it frightens me for data usage. <laughs> if they're just like, here, let us let us bring you information for that. I'm like, oh, God. Well, that's a good I'm point. Already, I'm already over. Yeah, you know what? And speaking, I guess we're kind of delving into tech news real quick. By the way, if you want to also take part in the program while it's, while it's live, you can also. You could leave messages as well, like those wonderful messages we got before the show uh, bringing us in. I guess uh, show 203 is uh, the celebratory 200 and 201 combined there again, huh? Yeah, I think so. So, uh, by the way, thanks to uh, Miranda Jadell, that fracking cat, uh, Roller Dog NC, and uh, the We Are Not Here to Please You podcast for those wonderful, heartfelt messages for us uh, achieving uh, amazing milestone of wasting, of wasting just countless hours of our lives, basically. It's what, it's what, it's what we do, and thank you. Yes, exactly. Um, so, uh, there we are. It's, it's, this episode is is just a continuation yeah. of other episodes. It's not even its own episode, which is why we're only going to put like a quarter of the effort in. Uh, anyway, uh, another one of those things that came out. Apparently, there was a feature in the new um, Apple operating system that was auto-enabled and a lot of people didn't know about. And uh, it's an amazing feature, Trent. It's called Wi-Fi Assist. Have you heard of this? No, huh? Wi-Fi Assist is a feature where if your Wi-Fi connection isn't that good, it's just going to attempt to tap into your um, active wireless instead. You know your uh, your your mobile data—that's the term I'm looking for. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll tap in to go ahead and help supplement that slow speed, and oh. and suddenly customers were getting really big, big ass data charges. Sure, which makes sense. Yeah, and and uh, it, before they were like, oh, we'll give you a credit bill. We get, now suddenly, like the story was, yeah, we were aware there's an issue. So uh, good luck with that, uh, Apple. So I guess that makes your your data concerns pretty uh, pretty uh, obvious and and on the nose there. Well, and and on top of it, yeah, Verizon's well, and and everyone else, they're all working hard to to cut those uh, unlimited data plans with additional fees, et cetera. Because it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. There will be a day, my friend, where even data isn't going to be the thing they're going to bill us on. And I don't even know what the next big feature will be. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a good point. Because um, they used to make money on ringtones, and now no one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> well, that's because any kid in their, on an app on their phone can make their own ringtone now. Yeah. Can you do it on, a, on an iPhone now? Oh, I'm sure there's a way. Because I, I remember, like, when I first got my Android, I was like, oh, eat that, bitches. I can put any song on my on my phone as my ringtone. What? Yeah, I don't have to buy it out of the iTunes library yeah. like some kind of <laughs> commoner. I can I can personalize my shit without permission, yeah. yo. I'm a for a, lo- for a long time, my notifications were, but Uncle Owen, I want to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. Shut up. Yeah, it was really, like, really annoying. Hey, that's another interesting point, too, Trent. Uh, We were off the air last week because uh, old Trent technology, speaking of the tech again, starting very tech heavy Uh. this week on the show. Um, Somewhere, and it was a, it was a, I don't usually get this kind of interaction from you. I don't usually within the same day get notice of, hey, are we broadcasting? And, hey, uh, I can't broadcast. I don't usually get those in the same day. Usually the pendulum just swings one direction or the other. Uh, but in this case, uh, it was both. What happened last week, my friend? Uh, my my computer um, was the screens were blue. 
and and that was it. And so, oh, well, the aforementioned blue screens of death. Oh God! Which actually, right before we started, happened again. So it's not fixed. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow you're still here. So yeah, I went through and uh, bless Will Kent's heart. He helped me all all Sunday long trying to get it to work. And we're like, maybe it's, but the, the, like the computer kind of is its own. It's, it's weird. I don't know what HP was thinking when they made this. And I've never had any problems until I did the windows 10 update, but now I'm on windows seven. Cause I had to like reformat my disc and then lost all my data. Long story short, dude. Fuck. <laughs> Don't mince words. <laughs> don't mince words, Trent. Tell me how you really feel. Um, so I don't know. It's, I'm still not out of the out of the clear here because it's it's the the it still keeps on freezing up on me. So and I've tried I've I've tried doing a, just running one monitor out of the the uh, the video card and that's not it. And anyway, I'm gonna have to do some research, some more research when my computer's not freezing. So what you're trying to tell me? <sighs> what, what, basically, what you're conveying is you're just in one of those situations where. Somehow, both an issue and the system itself have made itself its own issue. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I hate those moments because you just sit there and you just want to weep at the computer because you're like, you don't understand. I know you want to work and I want you to work. So why can't we come to... Uh... It shouldn't be that difficult to do. No. It should be like, I would like a computer system that works. And it should say, I am a computer system that can work. That does work. Yeah, exactly. That's how simple commerce should be in America, Trent. Yeah, like, I have apples. You'd I would like to buy them. I would like to buy your apple. Done. Done. And, I, and, you, don't, and you don't even mean, like, like my, like my cherry red beehole when you say that. Uh, you know, furthest thing from. I my should mind. have said apple red beehole. That would have that would have made the illusion connect. Because when I said cherry, they're like, "Wait a second, we're talking about apples." And damn it! Yes, you're right. The choice <laughs> of fruit, the choice of nope, fruit in that analogy is where everything went wrong. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, it would have been a solid joke. One you could tell your mom. You know the thing that. I'm- <laughs> Still wouldn't. I don't know why. Just <laughs> you also could have gone with shiny red apple bag. To be honest, I mean, as long as oh I'm... shit, yeah. I mean, uh... I've heard it referred so to as such. If, oh if no! If anyone's watching, no, no. If you... anyone's watching, did it just um, pop out? I... So a lot of times, no, 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 no. But like, you'll see me do this if you're watching. I do. I, I have to like. You'll see me bend over like that. It's because this fantastic chair that I have, the shock is broken. Oh, God. <laughs> and so, like, as you watch, I'll, like, slowly just, like, start descending. And so, like, in, like, in, like, 10 minutes, the mic will be up here like this. And then you see me bend over. <laughs> I have to, like, I bend over, do this. And then, oh, it didn't quite. There we go. And then the chair's back in the right spot. So if you ever see me bending over... Like, that's what's happening. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is podcasting. That's, I don't. I, <laughs> and we wonder why yeah. we can't get taken seriously as an yeah. industry. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking I, I'm, I'm seriously thinking about um, seeing if I can uh, go to the, the wrecking yard later in the week and try to pull a shock off of <laughs> off of like a, a truck. <laughs> And replace it. I don't know if that's how this shock works. A Toyota lift kit. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then, yeah. And then I'll be like, I'll be rolling on like thirties around here and no one will even like, no. Cause I'll just be like, ah, monster truck right over your car. Dude, please do me a favor. <laughs> um, if you can pull the shocks from an old low rider so you can convert your chair. Oh, I'll, I'll have hydraulics, dude. And so I'll be sitting here and all of a sudden you hear me going. Mar, mar, yeah, exactly. Mar. See, look how much lower I am yeah, now. Look how much vision have done that. No, you shouldn't have you damn fool. Hold on a second. We're getting a phone call, Trent. Scott Holden, what the hell do you want? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I'll be. Hello. Hello, Scott. What's up, man? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good, sir. What do you want? I'm actually here with Gene, too. Oh, good. Hey. We, we, we're... I'm here with Sherman. <laughs> hey, man. How's and Michael Sarah. Hey, Trent. How are you? I'm good, dude. So we were sitting here like we were about to start doing a show live here when we were like our guests sort of announced that they had to bail on us. And then I said, hey, look, NetHeads is live right now. <laughs> Why don't we dial into them? Do we lose you? No, we're here. We're just waiting. For, like what? Like what? What? Yeah, I don't know. You called us. Yeah, we're just saying, hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what up? Okay, I understand. So you're trying to facilitate. So wait, so the, you guys are doing a show right now? No, no, we were about to. We were about to start a show, and our guests like just said, you know, sent us a tweet saying, "Hey, we can't." They're like, make "Fuck you, man! <laughs> Pretty, we don't want to be in your fucking uh, show anyway, like piece that. of shit." <laughs> not and quite. They're like, not. "Fuck you! We don't fucking want you anyway, you piece of shit." Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> That's dude. I, I get it. It happens all the time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we just happened to notice that you guys were do were doing your show live and we said, Hey, let's, let's give netheads a buzz. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Now I see. Well, I, well, that's God, that sucks to hear. I have, uh, I, I, I think there've only been like one or two times where I have, um, had somebody scheduled and then like nothing happened it's usually me i just like fall asleep through the show no no i don't i don't <laughs> that has, i mean that's happened that's a thing we can't rule that out it has yeah I, oh yeah I've, I've slept through a show before Jesus oh not vigorously twittering over there too yeah to try and save it oh, well, oh to, to get him back on the show I don't think it's yeah it. no. I don't uh, Skip and Allison <laughs> Bedell bailed on us. Oh, I don't know who that is, but fuck them. <laughs> well, no, I, not fuck them. <laughs> I think that's a little harsh, Trent. Don't you? I don't know. I don't know, man. They do. They do a, a podcast called Hammer and Nails. They also do a TV show with Adam Carolla. See, God, they don't. The, 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 you don't need them. You're you're bigger than that. You're bigger and better than that. <laughs> and they're going to be in our movie, so we want we want we want to be nice, nice. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. You yeah. Want unless, to be unless, nice. you're, unless you're unless you're paying them, you better be nice. And that's part of the irony. We were supposed to film with them today too, but then we were in the city on Friday seeing Filming Hawk. By the way, a screening of. Filming I don't know. Hawk. I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, maybe maybe uh, Trent does. I, no, I, that was me. I said I don't know what that sorry, is. Sorry, maybe Will does. <laughs> sorry, let me get another hit of weed. No, I'm kidding. Um, anyway, where was I? Oh, so we were seeing Bob, and we noticed that today was the New York City Marathon. We're like, we are. There's no way we are filming in Long Island on Sunday. So then we arranged a podcast, and you see how well that turned out. 
Very good. Yeah, you, you, you had to call into someone else's podcast. Exactly. That's, that's, that's how well it worked out. <laughs> so You're like, fuck, we can't even do this on our own. Jesus Christ. What <laughs> the hell are we doing? We'll have to piggyback on netheads. Gee, well, let me tell you what, dude. You're literally on the backs of pigs. And have you ever seen a pig's legs? They're so goddamn short. If you were to ride on one, your knees would be dragging in the shit, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. That's horrible. So you are literally piggybacking. Yeah, we're at this basically point. covered in shit right now. Yes. <laughs> the second you called in, sister. <laughs> well, literally. Thanks, well, for, uh, <laughs> thanks for dropping us a line, guys. Really appreciate it. I hope you, uh, I hope you, you can get something going because there's nothing more frustrating than when you, uh, when you have nothing going. So, uh, you know, good luck with that. Well, I'm glad we could pop in with you guys. All right. Well, cheers. Have a good one. Enjoy your Sunday. See you one later. Love. One love. Indeed. One love. Okay. Well, there we go. Good, good to know the uh, the phone lines do, in fact, work, Trent. Yeah. Which means, Will, that if people want to like leave us messages when we're not on air, which is the majority of the time. Yeah, definitely. They could, they could, like, let's say, let's say if if our if our main man Dougie Fresh wanted to be like, "What's up, netheads? What are you guys doing?" Just wanted to drop you a line and say one love or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's how he speaks because you know I've never had like a direct conversation with him that wasn't online. But I'm just saying hypothetically, he could call in, leave a message, and then maybe we'd play it at the beginning of the show, just like we did earlier today. Exactly. I see where you're coming. I got you. Well, anyway, right on, man. Yes. So, uh, how could they do that? One of many ways. Uh, on Twitter, it's just Netheads on Air. No, on uh, Skype. Uh, you could do Netheads on Air. You could also call 866 610 9455. But if that doesn't work, 925 238 9020. Any one of those, you can leave a message any darn time and we'll play them right there at the head, like Trent said. Yep. Very good. So, Trent, one glove came up. No, I'm sorry, one love, but. Uh, should we, should we address no the glove, pr- no glove, no love, should- or in my case, two gloves, all the love in the world for a fucking stupid dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I admittedly, I understand where you're coming from. I too uh, have had a pet that devoured something that was not meant to be devoured and that, uh, led to an intestinal blockage. Yeah, and- yeah, exactly. Exactly. And apparently pretty common thing. For for ant for pets for pets yes they will they will apparently eat things now did we think that they would you know eat something like your leather uh, riding gloves hmm hmm well, you'd think but I mean normally you know when I get a new pair of gloves I throw the old pair away you know what I mean because mm-hmm. the, the old ones have have pulled out their use they're not needed anymore and you can't you can't give those to Goodwill they're old gloves they're gross so you throw them away. And then the next weekend, your dog starts vomit, or the next week, your dog starts vomiting, and you're like, "What the hell's going on?" And then all of a sudden, it throws a glove up, and you're like, "Oh shit, there was two of them." Oh, now you see, and that's the thing too. Uh, when when we were following along on this story as it was happening, because you had set up a Tumblr, um, a, or you posted to your Tumblr about it, I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the, when that had happened. I was thinking, oh, well, that's why Sherman was sick. He ate a glove. It was blocking his intestines. But luckily for Trent, 
it came back up. And mind you, uh, everyone around here has been saying one glove for so long. Yeah, that we're like, oh, it's funny that one glove, and then he puked it up. I'm glad Sherman's doing better. Yeah, I thought no. it was, no, he wasn't doing better, because and, guess what? There were two. Oh, God. I really, I seriously thought that he was going to get better after that, too. And so uh, I went to work. Uh, well, he threw up while I was at work, and, and Will Kent sent me a picture, and I was like, oh, okay, well, that at least it came up. He'll probably start feeling better. Nope. The exact opposite of feeling better. He got feeling a lot worse even. And then he stopped vomiting. So I knew something was really wrong. And then bless my dad's heart. He's like, he's like just this wise Western Buddha. You know what I mean? But wouldn't, wouldn't have anything to do with none of that Eastern, you know, philosophical bullshit Buddha. And I, I was talking to him on the phone. I'm like, yeah, I think I'll take Sherman in first thing in the morning. They open at eight o'clock and he goes, well, you may not have a dog to take in in the morning. That's a good point. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Beep, boop, 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 boop. And called the vet. And he said, okay, well, just so you know. And the vet, my vet, I really appreciate. He's he's not all filzy. Like, he's he's not weighing on your heartstrings. He just tells you how it is and lets you decide what to do, which mm -hmm. is pretty rad so he said okay uh yeah i can i can give you some x-rays and this is what it sounds like might be going on but we're not sure and we won't know till we get there there is a fee uh and this is what it is if i come in right now i'm like and this is like 1 a.m in the morning i'm like all right well you know better safe than sorry go in there we do the we do an x-ray so like the, the big intestine is is underneath the small intestine so your small intestine feeds into your big intestine and right before it goes into the big intestine is the smallest point of the, the of the small intestine it's the, the the has the least diameter and the glove had gotten right to that point and was blocking but sherman was so dehydrated they couldn't go and put him into anesthesia right off the bat otherwise you know risk of dying heart failure so they had to hydrate him so they put him on an iv right off the bat and the vet said okay i'm gonna start hydrating him as soon as he's good enough we'll we'll do the surgery you should go home which, which I appreciated. He was just like, look, there's nothing that you can do for the dog. It's going to be just like on a table laying here. It'll make you feel worse. You just go home. I'll call you in the morning. So I did. Surgery went well. Uh, and he's just been like, he's been in pain, you can tell. And it's kind of a dual-edged sword because, I mean, anyone who's been on painkillers knows that it can like really fuck up your, your intestines, like uh, get constipated really bad or whatever. So either, you know, he could be on painkillers and then run the risk of ruining his intestines even more or – you know, but we mitigated that pretty well. And now uh, a week from yesterday, he gets his stitches out a week from yesterday. He will get his stitches out and he'll be, uh, he'll be back going. The vet said he's, he's like, right. This is on Thursday at his checkup. He's like, eh, he's, you know, he's about 90% in the clear right now. So right still fingers, still fingers crossed. And like <laughs> the vet was, I don't know. I, I just appreciated his pragmatic approach to everything because like, you could have like a good a good vet that's like a good physician that's a real son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> who could be like? Who could be like? Well, you know, I would do this, or maybe you should do this, and and then you you just in, in his mind he's racking up the, the the dollar bills or whatever. But no, that's that wasn't how the dude approached it at all. And then after I made the decision, then he like was able to up the bedside manner a little bit. You know what I mean? Just just knowing what I had chosen that so he could support that choice. But well, you know, uh, or, or to put it <sighs> another way, Trent as well. Um, and this is the most important one. Uh, once you committed to paying for the show, he made sure he put it on. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Once, once, <laughs> once I, I I showed the the bouncer that I had you know actual money, I went I, I went right up center stage. There you go, exactly, man. <laughs> They're like, all right. You, you paying for the package? You get the package, my <laughs> yeah. man. Which is, right. which is what you want to feel like, too, because let me tell you something. Uh, there are few things more frightening in this world, very few, um, than the bill that you get for a vet that's working at 2 a.m. Oh, man. Yep. That's where you're like, boy, I must really yeah. like this animal. Yeah. Well, and it, it was funny, too, because that's, you know. He said, now, now, how old is Sherman? I was like, he's five years old. He's like, and you know, life expectancy of these dogs. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm well aware. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the, but the, the cool was, thing yeah, was- and the cool thing too now, Trent, is that every year that, uh, that Sherman is around now after this, you're further depreciating those costs. Dude, it's, it's, it's a gift year. Do you know what I mean? Like. Like and 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 plus, I got I got Sherman on you know a pretty like for what the lady who sold him to me could have sold him at was you know crazy low compared to that. Like so, I feel like like okay, I came out pretty good. I didn't have the money to do it, and then I fucking uh, see a a post from um, available on ADHD Johnny White Trash. Um, he shared a link and he's like, Hey, you should support this. Cause you know, you do it for your pet. And then I was like, wait, that's a picture of Sherman. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck's making money off my pet? <laughs> I'm like, Hey, it's some bullshit. No. And I click on it. And, um, like who we listened to at the beginning of the show, Miranda Janelle, one of the like seriously greatest human beings on earth. Um, and as I've, I've since learned, there were a few other people that wanted to, to do it, but they all wanted to do it anonymously. And so she was the one that, you know, had to, had to be the, the face of it all, but she start ah, fuck. I'm getting a little, you know, getting a little, uh, oh, I got the feelers coming out a little bit. Oh, Trent's off the beds. This isn't fair. <laughs> it was cool. She started a, a GoFundMe thing well, and, uh, Trent, and, and I, I, was able to raise money for Sherman. I and and I think that um, you know one of the things we probably want to say is that there are certain things that are represented on air in a certain fashion in order to be comical, you know, like the yeah. fact that that Trent just survives on packages of expired hot dogs and top well, ramen. That's, that, that, that's that's pretty true, actually. That's, okay, okay, I mean, that's, that's fine. <laughs> well, so then <clears throat> our art doesn't imitate life in that in that. Okay, case. so so in this case, I think it's pretty safe to say it's understandable by why people would uh, want to um, help out a little. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure, dude. For yeah. sure, and fucking a like. Yeah. So anyway, um, I've been talking to Miranda Janelle. I want to do something pretty cool. Uh, I've got a few ideas, but uh, I want to do something pretty rad for everybody that uh, that that helped out. And the crazy, the fucking crazy thing about it is, man, I'm just like scrolling here, right here. Uh, I'll bet at least seventy five percent of everyone that donated were were NetHeads listeners. So, mm. and and, guys, and and the rest, like, seriously, that's. And the and Fucking the cool. and the rest were Death Ray Comics patrons. So yeah, no, whoa. no, that's exact, that's that's totally what it was. Yeah, that's yep, exactly. So well, you know, hey, it, it, thank you guys. It takes a community, and and I'll admit too that uh, like I even just in, now that I know you've been talking to her, but I reached out to Miranda Janelle as well. But this is and and I'm in no way taking credit, just saying you know, would you mind setting this up because you know I don't I don't know how Trent would take it <laughs> yeah. if I set it up. 
at, yeah. at which point then I learned she was like, well, I'm doing it already. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And and like it sucks, too, because like anyone who's like, I just I, you know, bless my dad's heart. He is so like Western and cowboy and like independent that I, I like I was raised so ad- vehemently to like avoid any help at all and like anyone who's ever tried to give me help before looking at you rle 116 and and i'm like nah fuck off i'm fine like i have to be pushed into doing it so thank yep you thank you and the Thanks. best part of all is that somehow apparently miranda you know figured out the perfect way to make it so that Trent had no choice but to accept the money. That's what I love. It's just like, yeah. all right, yeah. well, we, we've taken the campaign yep. and we've switched ownership over to you now. So fuck off. Yeah. You have to take the money. So just go ahead and type, type, just click, click the button and, and it's yours. So yeah, there you it. go. <laughs> and, but you know what? That's the thing is it, it we, <clears throat> I think it was Amanda Palmer that uh, recently wrote a book um, that in many ways uh, has changed people. And the general theme of it is, is just being able to finally accept saying yes and letting people help you. Yep. Um, and there are times in our lives it's okay to do that. We just we need to sit back and we need to accept that. And and you know what? It's the the underlying thing here that I love is that there is a a community that came together in order to uh, help support somebody that they care about and the guy that takes care of the somebody we care about. So yep. Uh, you know, it's 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 a it's a, it's a very surprising and amazing great thing. And the thing that shocked me most of all, uh, because you know, I really think of us as a very we're a uh, I, I think I've I've come up with the term that, that fits really well. We're a, we're a niche podcast, Trent. Micro niche. There, yeah, we are. We're like a yeah, we're the micro niche. You know what I mean? We're that we're that really bizarre offshoot Bavarian beer that's brewed in Brooklyn that nobody knows uh-huh. about except a few people. Yeah, but those people fucking love it. Yeah, they do. They love the well, shit. Well, no, let me, let me rephrase that. Those people fucking tolerate it. They're, they're willing to put up with enough of its bullshit just to get to a, a little bit of quality flavor somewhere in there. Uh, hopefully, the hernia hasn't popped out. Uh, <laughs> So uh, the thing that that shocked me most out of that, all of that, is that it didn't even take twenty four hours to meet nope. the very, which, given our micro niche podcast <laughs> status, I I thought was a, a very ambitious goal, and just yep. in a in a heartbeat, oh, yeah. dude, a heartbeat, yep. it was fulfilled. Yep. Yeah. No, it's like there's some good fucking people out there and the majority of them are listening to this podcast right now and i think that both you and i could agree that it's maybe time for us to look at ourselves and and try to be more like our listeners maybe <laughs> yeah i well i mean to some extent with, with some butt stuff thrown in no you know what I mean? like, uh... <laughs> and hey and not to say that our, our listeners don't in, enjoy some fine butt stuff once in a while you know you know, Trent, I got to tell it pairs, you. It pairs nicely with netheads, I'm told. <laughs> I, I really don't want to know how those two come together. But what I would like to say is I'm starting to think that you are a, a bit of a visionary on the whole 
butt stuff front because the other day I was watching uh, <laughs> one of the things that happened. NBC had this uh, TV show Undateable, right? And then as a uh-huh. gimmick, they did an episode of it live last season, and the ratings were just insane. So now what the cast has started doing is every episode of this TV sitcom is now live. Okay. Oh. So, so now okay. it's not just Undateable; it's Undateable Live. I'm not telling you all of this for any good reason because the whole point is I'm watching this TV show and um, they've got Megan Trainer on as the guest and she's talking to one of the cast members. He's dressed up as Winnie the Pooh and she says – and she's flirting with him. Uh, Megan Trainer is the one who did that song all about that bass in case you wanted a beer. Oh, yep. Yep. Okay. Thank you. So then uh, she's – Because I, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Okay. So then, does she drum Spider-Man? Yes. Then I would know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's not many that do. Anyway, no. uh, but she and she's making jokes and she's like, you know, yeah, I'd like, I, I wouldn't mind getting up in that honey jar. At which point he says, <laughs> he said, unless you talk about butt stuff, I'm in. <laughs> and I'm like, that was NBC prime time. And it passed, dude. Trent, you're a visionary oh, in some ways. Awesome, dude. No, I thought you'd like to hear about that. That is freaking. In fact, oh, I can't remember who it was. Um... Uh, what somebody sent me a link of, and it was of just like a bunch of like patches or whatever you know that you can buy f- for your your jackets and stuff. And there was a butt stuff patch with like a heart around it. <laughs> oh, God, like that's oh. putting it on Front Street, dude. Hold on, now I gotta I gotta put that one on my list of must gets for Trent yeah, for Christmas. Like like if I like if I, if I'm like. How awesome would it be to see like this hardcore biker and on his cut, like right over his heart, he's got this patch of a heart that just says butt stuff. <laughs> like you fucking, you cut that dude a wide swath. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't mess with him. No. Cause you know, what's on his mind Is and it? in, and in his fucking heart. <laughs> no shit. And, and you don't know which way that pendulum is swinging. No. No, so, but it'll probably be swinging from the behind. No, Lord have mercy. What's with you, my friend? <laughs> um, you know, Trent, it's interesting, too, uh, since your computer took a crap last week. We've been, ugh. it's been two weeks because if you remember the last time in uh, NetHead's world we were together, we were merely speculating because we were watching or we were looking at details in a poster. And the next day, in an yes. in, a, in an attempt for ABC parent company Disney uh, to get oh, viewers, yeah, viewership right. to their uh, very struggling ESPN network, yeah. Um, the boy, here's another pairing you never thought you'd hear. So the uh, big new shiny final trailer for The Force Awakens premiered on Monday Night Football. Yep. <laughs> like what the hell? What were yeah. they thinking? Because yeah. it's like, oh wow, we had such a viewership spike for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, like, like, isn't that cr- well? And then, and then the rest of us, who I would assume has to be the majority, right? Mm-hmm. Just watched it the second it was over online. That's it. I didn't, oh, dude. I didn't, I didn't even. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> On football, I just waited for it to appear on the internet magically. Yeah, because because I knew it would break the internet. In fact, if if anyone's listening live right now, use the hashtag NetHeads and tell us whether or not you watched it um, on on the football. Because I don't, I really don't think. Or if you want, I mean, or if you want to push them to the proprietary app, Trent, you could do another poll. 
Oh, but uh, it's I such think a like pain one person, in the ass. I was like, I think one person figured out how to do it. I don't even know. It's not even like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I've, well, but you got to understand, Trent, Twitter is just struggling apparently for, and I don't understand this. Because I, I like I was watching the premiere of Supergirl last week, and oh, there yeah. in the corner, and not that it, this is proprietary to Twitter, because you can do it on other platforms as well. But there it was, hashtag Supergirl. So it's like it, it we're our lives oh, are yeah. still revolving around it a little. How are the hell Dude. is this company struggling? Yeah, and it's it's crazy. Well, because and I and I think it's because they haven't. How do I put it? It is so hard to monetize cool. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because and, and they're smart because they haven't forced a lot of advertising down anybody's throat yet. And the second you do, you're going to see people drop off, i.e. Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. I don't know. But, but it, uh, t- going back now, I just looked at the poll and uh, 60% say that they like you acting natural in front of the camera and 40% want to look into those baby blues, Will. All they right. Wanna, they want to they look inside and, and see what's there and maybe – Maybe take out a vacancy for an evening. You know, Trent, I think I'll wait until I see what uh, what platform those 40% reside on. <laughs> yeah. No, right. dude, I'm not kidding. I, I was looking at some statistics earlier today based on one podcast, right? Yeah. Just, just one. Uh, but it was a breakdown of where um, the percentage of the audience is. And <clears throat> it was the first time, I think, in a long time where I looked at statistics and I understood the concept of of acceptable statistical loss. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Because yes. I, I looked at it and I said, wait a minute, the one group <clears throat> that's getting the most attention uh, is made up from the group that is only um, axing us, or, or pardon me, is a group that only represents 3% of the population for this podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> You know, if I were uh, if I were a man that was trying to uh, determine the success rate of a, of an antigen for a virus, and and I was told that it would have a ninety seven percent success rate, yeah, I'd find that pretty acceptable. Yeah, that's pretty that's that's solid, man. Are you kidding me? The the flu virus isn't that a, that accurate. So that being said, I think from now on, anytime I see any complaints on Twitter, if you just get a rep uh, a response of three percent. Then, then understand where your yeah. your problem lies for me. You're in the three yeah, percent. Then, exactly. Then that means, yeah, everyone else is fine. Yeah, three <laughs> percent. That's you. Anyway, uh, I don't understand how Twitter is struggling. But thanks for advising us on the poll. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about Star Wars and the Star Wars. So the trailer came out, Trent, the final one. I should yeah. say, what was your yeah. what was your impression? What was your takeaway, dude? So I've I've actively tried, to, you know, not actively, but I haven't looked for spoilers. Right, there aren't any really. I mean, let's be honest. And uh, there's just been a lot of speculation, which ugh, I haven't got time for that shit. Um, <laughs> I really don't. I'm just like people come in, they're like, "Well, I think it's this." I'm like. Dude, I think I fucking need to do my inventory. I don't I don't have time to think about this shit. Anyway, um, dude, fucking, oh, goddamn, the music on it, I think, is what really tore my heart in half. I was crying by the end of it, dude. I, it was so, I mean, granted, there's other things going on there, but so good, so perfect. I, I love that we haven't seen a full Luke shot yet because I think that's only going to happen in the last, like, four seconds of, of, the, uh, of the episode. Mm-hmm. 
I just, dude, dude, dude. I think for me, the the one part that I um, was impacted by the most, and yes, I, it, for nobody in the audience, but specifically for my wife that's listening, yes, I understand these are not real people. Uh, these oh, but not they a real are, place. Dude. I understand, oh, but in, in a in a in a in a cult of personality, they are kind of uh, anyway. Uh, but to have the character of Han Solo. Being the one, and it made me feel good as well to hear this point, which yes. I already hit on, reiterated on uh, Fat Man on Batman by Kevin. Yeah. But it was the fact that the the person that in the first movie was referring to the Force and the Jedi as basically just hocus pocus yep. mumbo jumbo. Yep. Him being the one in this trailer saying, uh, you know, basically it's true, all of it, the Force the Jedi, or, you know, the dark side, the Jedi. Yep. The stone-cold cynic now being preacher and and, yep. and bearing witness, if you will. That was a very a very powerful thing from a storytelling standpoint. Absolutely. And and if you're looking at, if, if like, and granted, yes, it's, it's not real, but it's fun to think, you know, it's real to us. Uh, if you think about, like, if you're the Emperor, if you're Darth Vader, and, and you want to to really stick it to any outline Jedi that might be out there, you start running smear campaigns on how like just uh, bullshit this whole Jedi thing was. And they were the ones that ruined the empire and blah, 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 blah. And, and you, and you hit it so hard that even people within your own organization start, start to drink the Kool-Aid and they're like, yeah, those fucking Jedis. We, I mean, we took, we took clones in there. Some of the worst shots in the world. Now clones were great, but we'll get to that later. But and we're able to wipe out their their entire like all their younglings. Like it was no thing. Those guys were fucking hacks. They were nothing. It was just a stupid religious cult to the point where we see episode four where Darth Vader's even getting made fun of for his belief in the force. Do you know what I mean? So so for me, I think that is that that plays perfectly on on the whole, even even into the prequels. On how they've they've taken this lore of the force and shown how it was so strong and then how like that it turned off and everyone's like, oh, yeah, it was bullshit. Right. And so that now as it starts to be used and, and working again, people are, are like, no, wait, is that for real? For real? Real? Mm-hmm. I think it's smart. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. I and and it, it also, you know, that that's the other thing, too. Uh, it we we. Again, I know, not real people. But by the end of Return of the Jedi, uh, all we've really seen is that, you know, a major head of state has been overthrown. And right, exactly. That, that's that's uh, Anybody that's been in any campaign, although that, that would mean more than likely the end of the regime, it doesn't necessarily oh, – shit, look at the Middle East. It doesn't necessarily – Exactly. It doesn't speak specifically to who's in power. And plus or, there are – uh, all these uh, fringe systems as well that aren't as directly exactly. connected. Exactly. You you look you look at you know um, Uganda for example, and it's just it's as, as soon as one regime falls, someone's right there to step right in and take it up again. Mm-hmm. Another zealot who might have control over people and and look to others as as their mentors and be wielding power that they're not aware they have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I uh, I, but I do, I, I do have to say that I really enjoyed everything I saw in there. But you know what? Let's and I don't, um, I don't often really do this, 
I, I don't really uh, like to talk majorly about the content provided by the guy whose network we reside on. <laughs> no, I think we have to. Uh, but it was really interesting that um, not the last. It was the last live episode of Hollywood Babylon. So this would have aired the uh, Friday before the Sunday that, or this dropped the Monday after the Sunday we didn't go on the air. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a – God, I was just chomp. It, maybe it's a good thing we also didn't go on the air because I wanted to talk about this because there was a, a statement made in last week's episode of Hollywood Babylon that was great, especially in the way it was specifically formulated. It's almost like you had to wonder if Kevin uh, maybe reached out to the attorney really quick and said, how can I say this? Yeah, yeah. What's 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 the verbiage I can use? Because specifically what he said after Ralph brought up the trailer at the beginning, he said, uh-huh. it was like, well, let me tell you, the other day uh, I was visiting this buddy of mine and, and he worked on this, this film, right? Uh-huh. And I got to see a good chunk of it. And the way it made me feel, I was instantly transported back to my childhood uh you know like 1977 when i first saw star wars yep and that's all i can say that's what he said at which point then i'm gonna tell you something and i don't mean to uh you know iconicize the guy uh i you know i i do enjoy kevin's work i've never been shy about that very thankful for where i am uh but for and and you know some of you may shit on the fact that he l- said nice things about the prequels too but the fact that he said this the fact that he said that specific thing and if it is about what he is not saying it's about it's all i needed to hear that that was yep. the final thing i needed to hear the final thing that put it all into place and let me know that this movie is everything i'm hoping for yep Dude, um, and for anyone who's who may have been to um, you know, a, a live show that Kevin's done, I think he's told the story a couple of times. Um, he 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 tells this experience, you know, of uh, being on set in in London, and and like that story in and of itself, when when he actually get you know gets to see the the Millennium Falcon, it's one of the most beautifully touching stories I've ever heard in my life. It's pretty pretty. Pretty good. I'm just wondering if we're gonna get to see you start crying right now. No, I, I well, so I was, I was, re- it's funny. I was, I was uh, driving in the car with my brother the other day, and I started relaying that story the way Kevin tells it, where he's like, I walked up every step, and I just like my childhood years started going back, and by the time I got there, I was, I was, I was sitting at the table playing Star Wars with my best friend, you know, but back in, uh, and then I, I just started bawling. My brother looks at me, I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not on my meds, okay. <laughs> At which point your brother's like, uh, you want me to you want me to, want me to take the wheel there, He's buddy? like, you don't say, huh? <laughs> By the way, Weird. Uh, you know, one of the things I don't think we gave enough credit to, but I was just thinking about this the other day because, uh, you know, it was just a little over a year ago. We, I was in Utah uh, sitting yeah. in Death Ray Comics for uh, us getting to co-host essentially almost two shows with Kevin Smith. Father's, Father's Day 2014. And, um, and... Uh, the one of the things, uh, because it was the typical uh, bit of uh, lo- first time live show chaos. Yeah, but your brother came up with a game changing idea because, yep. folks, mm-hmm. it, what we had was we had a very f- uh, limited amount of space that was bursting at capa- 
capacity and you had audience expectations. And yep. your brother game came up with the simplest but most brilliant idea, which was, yep. folks, let's do this. If you have something to get signed, write your name on the bag, put your stuff in the bag. We'll do our best to get it signed and get it back to you. Yep. Just a brilliant, brilliant idea. Yeah, like, and and he's he's a solid dude. Um, he uh, he works uh, for a company called Pluralsight, which is actually a really awesome. Everyone's heard of Lynda.com. Uh, maybe I don't know. Linda Linda is um. So let's say like I want to learn how to uh, write CSS, right? So I can go to Lynda.com and pay a subscription, or I can pay for a specific video, and it'll be a, a tutorial on showing me how to to use it. But it's it's like it's not just like the you know twelve year old that you're listening to on on YouTube that's like okay everybody so today uh, before we get started I just want to make sure you subscribe to my channel and but it's like it's 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 a professional who knows how to speak to a camera and is giving you a, a tutorial right uh-huh. that's Lynda.com um, Plural site is very similar to that but it's geared more towards the corporate sector so let's say if if you work for like a, a you know like a big insurance company or something like that and you want all of your uh, your people to know how to you know use creative suite or use Microsoft or you know anything along those lines you can buy like a corporate subscription and then you have access to this huge library of content providers teaching you how to do this how to do that whatever. Um, it's a huge company. It's 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 doing pretty well. Um, but it's cool because you know my my brother's super innovative. He's and he's 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 worked in the 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 government side of of corporate stuff. So like uh, corporate IT essentially, but with bridging the gap with the government. So like he's been to the the White House a couple of times this year and and met with the education secretary and a bunch of shit like that. Like he's smart and I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was I supposed to intercede in a moment there? And I let yeah, you down. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know where I was going. I'm just like, <laughs> my brother's so cool, and he could. He's he could throw a football so far, and and his car is so fast. My my brother is so cool. Well, I completely agree, Trent. That was my <laughs> my whole point know. earlier in what telling was you. I talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh my! The whole point is, your brother did a great uh, job that, that he night. He did. And Smart dude. It was a, dude. it was a good day, and uh, and I just wanted to acknowledge that here on the show because for some reason it popped mm-hmm. into my brain the other day. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. He's just a smart dude. Um, so he yesterday, by the way, Trent, I still have a mess. Happy Halloween, Will. Yeah. By I, the way, I still have said to, that. I still have to go clean up. The uh, fog machine is still out in the front so yard. If people, if you want like some good heads listening, because there's a few episodes that actually stand out in my mind. I was like, you know, that was a good show, man. That was awesome. We like it might have been our first year on on Netheads. We really got into the Halloween spirit. Oh, did we? And, well, you just you talked about how you built your own fog machine. Yeah. And you talked and you talked about how and you went to a live uh Babylon and you dressed up like Willy Wonka and they had like a costume parade. Oh, that's right. And uh and we talked about getting um canes and I suggested we well, should just get a pig cane. Then we talked about pig canes for a while. Yeah, we did. How they're a thing. Anyway, go and listen to that episode and you will like realize how into Halloween Nethead WW is that I usually get. Yeah, you're into I, it. I haven't really been. Yeah. I don't know what it's been about the last two years. Haven't really been feeling it. But um, but last mm-hmm. night uh, I did make sure to get the fog machine out at least, and and we actually nice. put out the decorations a little bit earlier. 
uh, at least than last year. And I even set up like a little uh, thing because, you know, uh, I always like on Halloween when people find a creative way to use the strobe light, right? Like in my display, uh, I've got it set up to an audio trigger. And in the past, I've had a specific soundtrack that would run. And one channel was just when the lightning strikes. So that way it hits oh, that channel, cool. uh-huh. fires off the light. So it's timed. Even though it's not the way it happens in the real world, you hear the thunder and the lightning fires at the same time. Or you, you Yeah, know right, I mean? unless, it's like, unless it's like right on top of you. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and then you're like, we're screwed. That's it, man. Game yeah. over. Oh, game over, man. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, and then I, have, I, I used to run the... Um, uh, the Haunted Mansion soundtrack, but I didn't pull haul that out yesterday. And then, uh, yeah. and then we have the fog machines. Now I have, a, I'm, I'm probably a little overzealous. I have, uh, or overeager. I have two fog machines trying to have the main one and I have backup one. Of course you do. Like, <laughs> Why wouldn't you? It's just, it's just sound backup practices. Okay. No, I, I was just going to say, it's, it's like, like, like right now we've, we, we know there's been some, some cyber barks going on online. And so, uh, we, I'm, I'm recording the audio locally. You got to have a backup. Just, there we go. It's, it's what you do. Exactly. We want to make sure everything's good, set and still. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, but I did run the fog machine. Now, um, for those of you that uh, haven't listened back yet, I have a modified cooler. It has a, it, I create what's basically a tunnel of ice. This hyper cools the vapor that shot out from the fog machine. The reason why you Which do makes this. makes it thicker, right? It, it, not so much thicker, but more to the point, it's slower. It gets weighed down more. It weighs it, it down. Sure, it's dense. It clings to the ground is the point. So, yeah, uh, yeah. But the thing that I discovered yesterday when I had them both running in tandem is it, it looked more like there was just a gaggle of 14 year olds fresh from the mall vaping <laughs> in my front yard for hours. <laughs> <clears throat> Because the porch was always kind of this just... just the new, they just got the new strawberry flavor. Yeah, exactly. You know, and there's not even nicotine in there. Not a one of them like <laughs> using used juice at all. Not a one. <laughs> yes, there was some fog going through, but the, mostly the porch just looked like... So I shut either, one of them was, Yeah, it was either that or a fucking Cypress Hill <laughs> spring up concert out of nowhere. There you go. <laughs> Um, the other thing I did notice too, though, that if I set it to where it runs the most amount of time, I, first of all, still don't run out of fog juice and I, I do literally create a microclimate just around my house. There is just, there is just this packet of fog that sits around my home. That's awesome, dude. Well, and plus there's nobody to compete with anymore because the guy two doors down that used to do a live um, haunted house in his garage. Yeah, I remember you you talked about it on that episode. Yeah, he sold and moved. So now it's just me with Shit. the fog machine. He knew, he knew he couldn't compete with the NetHead WWs. He was like, I got to fucking hightail it out of here. I'm going to Oakland, man. I can't deal with this shit. Actually, you went to Auburn. But no, th- this was more to the point of kind of like, it was more like I was... Uh, uh, dark water cafe, right? And Starbucks okay. opened up down the street. Oh, sure, 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 sure. And yeah. I just kept kept hoping for some reason they might move, and they did. That's what it was. Now yeah, the, you just hung out long enough. Now the bar is set low enough to where yeah. I can appear to be on top. Yeah, you're well. You're the only, you're the option. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I'd really like a uh, a Starbucks frappuccino, but instead I'll have. The world's greatest cup of coffee. Actually, you know what? Yeah. You know what I thought I, I what I did realize, though, Trent, because uh, with the drought that we've had in California, one of the things we're going to have to do is we're going to remodel the front yard. 
uh, to be a oh, lot, oh yeah, yeah yeah just a lot more rock and stone. Um, but yep, I, but smart I'm, dude. I'm thinking now though that I may also put in a French drain system that I can Ooh, also okay. but that I can tap into because if you think about it, if I got a French drain going right in the middle, so that's it. For those that don't know, it's a it's basically a drain that goes down into a bunch of rocks, so the water gets diffused out into your yeah. Toilet. It's 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 like what you've got. Like every basement, every room in a basement should have a French drain, right? So, but if I could also tap into that, then every Halloween I could just have the smoke billowing out from my uh, front yard. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. true. Yeah, how how wicked would that be if it looked like a um if it because then coming up through the French drain, it's also going to be cool. Yeah, that's now a valid, that's a valid point, dude. Now we're on to something because now I can have a little because it, it'll be a much smaller area, main area, and then it'll be a tiny little cemetery now, and just yep, fog pouring out of it. Oh, I'm well, on and something. dude, so it is it is crazy what people. The, the lengths that people are going to for for lawn care in California right now with this drought. Uh, have you heard about the list of the people that uh, the big offenders? No, what is the, oh. they're, they're like they're they're like lawn shaming. Yeah, pretty much. It, but it's, but they're 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 saying like these people are the ones that use the most water, and one of them is like a former CEO that's now living in Walnut Creek or something. And really, yeah, it's gotten that bad. Um. I think we've kind of hit all the bases. You cried about the Star Wars trailer. Yeah, I, um, but, yep, among other things. Sherman got sick, and now he's getting better. Yeah, That's dude. good. Uh, you know, you terrified me, too, at that point. I never even thought about that, but realize it's true. Um, uh, you know, it, I, I never realized that the intestine could, could burst from this. Yeah, that, and that's the, that's, that's the thing, is uh, the, the, the body will keep on trying to like push it through, because that's what it does, and eventually it'll just tear open, and then you die from whatever ascitis it is, where your, your bile just spills into the, your body and you die. Hmm, that's a good note so. to end on. By the way, Trent, <laughs> I'd also like to recommend in the future, like potentially not handling fried chicken with your motorcycle gloves, maybe? <laughs> Yeah, I'll just I'll just keep my hands out of, out of the honey pot, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you make them a little less. What what <laughs> possibly could have been delectable? It must have. Okay, you put them in the garbage. I'm guessing they soaked up something else. Yeah, or you know, he, uh, what he used to always do when I would be gone all day long um, is he would collect all like I shit you not. He would go through the house and collect all my shoes, and when I'd get home, all my shoes would be in a pile. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get to oh, oh, <laughs> you got a Bernese mountain dog with OCD how did you do that like and I don't know if, if it was like if if like that's he just wanted the smell like he wanted to be around the smell of me or if he just figured oh when he puts his shoes on then he's it's time to go and he'll be here when if he needs to put his shoes on. I don't know but maybe that was it was just another attempt at that that failed miserably I have no idea what the fuck he was thinking he's a dog he's, he eats his own shit for crying out loud look Trent all I'm saying is <laughs> don't handle the raw steaks with your motorcycle gloves uh, from now on yeah yeah I guess not oh I you know it's it, and I had it I can't even imagine what your bill was like because mine was for a miniature pincher was only like yay big you know no bigger yeah. than a loaf of fresh small like but I would, dude I would I mean I would think that that would be a harder surgery to do though because they're smaller bits Maybe I don't you know, know. What I mean, like, and and the thing that at least sucks less in my fact uh, was that uh, what she swallowed was 
part of a chew toy. So, you know, the Oh, which happens a lot in like talking to like people, um, especially when it comes to like uh like the the Naga hide toys mm-hmm. or even they'll like chew off a the uh, the end of a rubber toy and it just gets stuck. Yeah, and that's what this was. That's why we 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 then went to like nothing but biodegradable or non-destructible yep. items. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you can. Uh, here's what you can get. You can. Uh, you can have this here carrot or <laughs> this here lead pipe. Cause uh, on this for a while, you ain't. Yeah, that ain't going down. Yeah, you only get one oh, or the shit. other. <laughs> Neither nor. You know the the thing too. I wonder is like after the first glove came up. I wonder if even Sherman went. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, I'm well, and that's what's dude. That's what's what it blows my mind. Like how awesome that like just evolution is. Do you know what I mean? That his body is pre-programmed to, to drink enough water to make him throw up a whole fucking glove. Like he didn't know why he was doing it, but his body's like drink water, drink water, drink water, drink water. <laughs> like it's that's pretty cool. It would have been less cool if he died, but he's alive now. <laughs> Evolution can only go so far. Then we got to step in and clear up the rest. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, sometimes you just have the best way of putting things. I, that's it, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Until next time, my name is Will. I'm Trent. And, uh, you know, you can find us many places. But the most important one, where is that, Trent? It's at smodcast.com. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. Still doesn't have that damn thing on there anyway. There are so many. I cannot look at Twitter or any. Yeah, I can't look at Twitter or anything else, man, because every time I do, I suddenly realize, oh, Trent's going on like he's waiting for it. Folks, that's one of the things you don't realize when you've been doing this with somebody for it just, you know, I I don't want to equate it to lovemaking. But, you know, in many ways, you 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 learn certain cues, certain hints. You know, it's like, no, no, move a little over that way or, you know. no, you know what? Here's I, I'm going to take it nerdy. I'm going to say it's not unlike how Black Bolt communicates with Medusa through through subtle um, signing that no one else can pick up on. Yeah, something like that. So you know, I yes. uh, twice now I'm sitting here reading things, and I come back and I realize somebody's somebody's looking for uh, 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 a handshake here, and they're not getting. I'm still it. speaking. <laughs> why, why? Why has Will left me? Why have you forsaken me? Every time, because uh, I've hit those moments too where I'm talking to you, and it always comes down to that one uh, uh, wake up smiling or whatever it was from Saturday Night Live. God, it's the one skit you'll hear me always talk about the most where the teleprompter goes out and pure chaos ensues. <laughs> oh, God. What do I do? I smell you're weak. You are weak. <laughs> I have killed the weatherman. His essence shall carry us on. And then mid-saw the actors is like, and then we'll come back to talk about barbecue tips. And we'll come back and his favorite tips for gardening this spring. (laughs) And don't forget, by the way, the weathermen that he killed, they were celebrating 30 long years of, anyway. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Quote the raven, nevermore. 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 By the way, we got no candy left here. It's a goddamn Halloween miracle. Do you normally have lots of candy left over? Mm, 
It can sometimes swing that way, yeah. You know, well, Dude. It, it ebbs and flows. I don't know about your neighborhood, but I mean, I'm sure you just like turn on the sprinklers and turn the light off. But well, I, like I was like I didn't I didn't get home till like nine o'clock, and so you know things are pretty much shut down at that point. <laughs> the house was adequately egged by then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was all locked up, ready for <laughs> the purge. Well, the dogs are just like, don't go out there. I'll shit in here. I don't care. The purge is going on. Then I'm a shot me, Morty. 